As we're following right now, a United States official tells CNN the U.S. military has carried out strikes on multiple Houthi targets in Yemen. I want to bring in our, our team for more information. And Oren Lieberman, you're joining us from the Pentagon. Let's get the latest from you first. This is a big deal if the U.S. is attacking targets inside Yemen. The Houthis are, of course, backed by Iran. This war could be escalating big time. The U.S. and the U.K. to a large extent have been telegraphing the fact that if attacks on commercial shipping lanes in the Red Sea, a critical waterway continued, the U.S. would be compelled to act. We are now seeing those actions take place in real time. A U.S. official telling CNN that the U.S. is hitting multiple targets in Yemen controlled by the Houthis. We have seen reports of explosions in major western Yemenite cities like Al-Hudaydah and several other cities there that the likely result of these U.S. strikes, the strikes carried out by U.S. fighter jets as well as Tomahawk missiles. Those are land attack missiles launched from Navy vessels. There's also an expectation based on comments we've seen from the U.K. that they might be a part of these strikes as well. Crucially, this is not a strike on a single location. These are multiple targets and apparently based on reports of explosions from Yemen across multiple cities. The U.S. very much trying to send a message as it works to deter further attacks on commercial shipping lanes, attacks that have forced some sh uh, major shipping companies to entirely avoid the Red Sea, adding thousands of miles to shipping routes. It is because of this threat, the shipping, that the U.S. set up Operation Prosperity Guardian with more than 20 other countries to defend the shipping lanes, but that was purely defensive. This is an offensive operation targeting the Houthis in Yemen. The Houthis had vowed that they would respond to any sort of U.S. aggression with an even greater response. We saw them just on Tuesday launch 21 drones and missiles that were intercepted by U.S. and U.K. destroyers and aircraft. So you see over the course of the last 48, 72 hours, a potential major escalation in the Red Sea and the Southern Red Sea. Again, the U.S. now carrying out strikes in Yemen using fighter jets as well as Tomahawk missiles against Houthi targets. They had warned this was a possibility. And Wolf, we are very much seeing that possibility play out as we speak. Yeah, this war could be expanding big time right now. MJ Lee, you're over at the White House for us. Has the White House said anything about this latest development? Wolf, the White House has not officially commented yet, but I think it is worth noting uh, how significant this action is, given that the U.S. had very much hoped uh, that things would not devolve uh, to this point. Uh, this has been a huge priority for the administration to essentially try to keep things in the Middle East contained and not have a broader regional conflict, given uh, the existing volatility uh, in the region. Uh, it has also been a priority for the administration to not disturb the current truce in the Yemen civil war. Uh, now, this action that we are now reporting out of the Pentagon uh, clearly signals uh, that the situation in the Red Sea had become uh, completely intolerable for the U.S. and its allies. And we did see uh, a bit of a turning point last week when a U.S. official uh, said following the weeks and weeks of provocations and the attacks from the Houthis in the Red Sea on these shipping vessels uh, that they were essentially giving the last warning, that there would not be uh, another warning. And so given that we have seen these attacks and these provocations uh, continue in some ways, uh, we were very much preparing for a different kind of response uh, from the U.S. and its allies. Uh, again, we haven't gotten an official word from the White House, but Wolf, as Orrin was saying, given the uh, significance of this kind of action by the U.S. Uh, in Yemen, we should expect to hear from the president in some way tonight. Wolf. Yeah, very significant development indeed. Uh, Colonel Layton, uh, you're our military analyst. Uh, these strikes certainly do carry a real risk of escalation right now. Give us your reaction. 
Yeah, well, the, uh, the big uh, situation here with these strikes is that, first of all, they are going to hit some of the targets. As Oren mentioned, Hodeida, the main port in western Yemen, uh, is a highly likely target. Uh, there are a lot of anti-aircraft and anti-ship missiles that are located in that area. Uh, as far as the escalation, the possibilities of escalation are concerned, uh, what can happen here is that the Houthis are going to respond first to the ships, the U.S. ships and British ships in the Red Sea. Uh, then they could possibly target uh, situation, you know, installations in Saudi Arabia. Uh, that could very much inflame tensions uh, throughout the southern Arabian Peninsula at this particular point. So I think we're going to see uh, some major activity uh, in the next 24 hours or so. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Oren, I know the U.S. had sought to avoid this escalation, this development, but it's clearly happening uh, as we speak right now. And I know the U.S. was prepared for this. There's a U.S. aircraft carrier battle group not too far away, right? Correct. The USS Dwight D. Eisenhower is, I believe at this point, in the Red Sea, if not very close by. There are some four U.S. destroyers in the Red Sea. There's a British destroyer there as well. In addition, I believe other warships from, from other countries, those part of Operation Prosperity Guardian to try to protect international shipping there. But it's exactly these kinds of ships you need to shoot Houthi launches out of the sky and these same types of ships that can use, for example, Tomahawk missiles to carry out strikes on land targets. It is worth noting uh, that we can now say a senior administration officials briefed congressional leadership that earlier today that these strikes were imminent. So Congress given a heads up. Congress has put a tremendous amount of pressure on the Biden administration uh, to do essentially more than, than make statements or put warships in the Red Sea to try to push back against the Houthis and make sure they don't threaten one of the world's most critical waterways. Again, that's what we're seeing here play out. The U.S. very much aware that there could be a risk of escalation with the Houthis. And because the Houthis are an Iranian proxy, you have to keep an eye on Iran to see their reaction to this, especially after the U.S. says they seized a tanker in the Gulf of Oman earlier today. Yeah, very, very significant. Uh, looks like this war, as I said, is escalating big time. And, and Colonel Layton, as you know, these, uh, this aircraft carrier battle group has a lot of warplanes ready to go if, uh, if given the order. Uh, what do you think? How likely is uh, this next step uh, going to be taking place? I think it's highly likely, Wolf, uh, and I think the warplanes that you mentioned, primarily F-A-18 fighters uh, on board the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower, they are going to be used to strike targets that are more complex uh, than what you would uh, normally strike with a Tomahawk missile. Uh, some of the areas that they might strike would include radar installations. Uh, they will also probably go after some of the command and control uh, nodes that the Houthis have. Uh, so that is basically what we're looking at here. Uh, see, I think, a lot of activity in the northern part of Yemen and in the western part, which are the areas that the Houthis currently control. I want to bring in CNN's chief national security correspondent, Alex Marquardt. He's getting more information. Tell us more about the U.S. allies and their involvement in what's going on. Alex. Well, Wolf, it was a major consideration in carrying out the military operation that we are now seeing unfold that the U.S. not do this alone. There is a belief uh, that the British would also have a hand in this and potentially others as well. Uh, the U.S. really wanted to have global support when it came to retaliating uh, against the Houthi rebels in Yemen. Uh, you have this coalition of 22 countries, Operation Prosperity Guardian, that was set up uh, late last year in order to protect 
protect ships in the Red Sea. And then just last week, uh, the U.S. and other countries warning of consequences uh, to the Houthis if they continue to carry out attacks against commercial shipping in the Red Sea. That was a warning that was issued by the White House alongside uh, 11 other countries. Wolf, there was a real sense that this was imminent uh, as soon as that statement was put out. A senior administration official saying that there would not be another warning. Uh, we have seen several attempted attacks and attacks by the Houthis in the past few days, and here we are seeing the response. So as Oren and the Colonel have been alluding to, the, the, the question now is what, does, what do the Houthis do? What does Iran do in reaction to tonight's strikes? Uh, we heard from a senior Houthi leader uh, just earlier today who said that uh, they would confront America. America and make it kneel down. I've been told by numerous U.S. officials uh, that it is clear uh, that, uh, that Iran's hand is clear in all of these operations and attacks uh, that the Houthis carry out. So, of course, there's a real uh, concern over what Iran will do here. Uh, I will tell you the U.S. officials don't think that Iran necessarily wants to escalate and open up any kind of full-scale war or, or major front with Iran, uh, but they're certainly eager to stir the pot. So what we're seeing here now is an attempt to de-escalate the situation, essentially give the Houthis a bloody nose and, and, and give them a message uh, to back down and stop carrying out these operations in the Red Sea, Wolf. You know, I'm just curious, Oren, you're there at the Pentagon. Uh, clearly an operation like this will, it would have been planned for some time. You don't just go ahead and expand this war. And it comes as the Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, is apparently still in the hospital. Update us on that and the connection, if any, to what's going on. He very much remains in the hospital at this point. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has been there since January 1st. So 10 days and no expectation that he's going to be released in, in the coming hours, perhaps not even in the coming days here. So the Pentagon has been adamant, and so has the White House, that Austin can do his job from Walter Reed. It is a military medical center that has the facilities necessary to conduct secure communications. And this, effectively, is their opportunity to prove it. Now, we don't know yet his extent of involvement. Is he able to monitor this in real time? What are the communications like between him and the president at this time? Was this strike pre-authorized? In other words, did he have to give a final sign-off while in the hospital? These are all, frankly, questions that we have right now. The bottom line is this, this entire process and the national security perspective was able to move forward.